Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are going to be focusing a very, very, very due spotlight on one of what I feel is the unsung heroes in the jazz world. We're going to be talking about the and listening to the works of McKinley Howard Dorham, better known to the jazz fans as Kenny Dorham. He is an incredible, incredible jazz trumpet player that has played with many, many, many of the greats on not only his own albums, but as an impeccable sideman on many of their albums as well. So whether you realize it or not, when you listen to some of these tracks, you've heard Kenny Dorham. Even if you don't realize, you've heard Kenny Dorham. So um, with that being said, uh, we are back from a small hiatus, you know, uh, working from home can get very taxing and can build up quite a bit. So I've <laughs> uh, been doing a lot of work from home, very lucky to be working from home. Uh, so hopefully all y'all are safe, all y'all are healthy, and we will hopefully continue to churn out some more of these great shows because I've had n- nothing but great ideas for shows during this uh, little hiatus off from doing the podcast. So hopefully many of y'all have been digging some of the other podcasts that we put out recently before our little hiatus here, and um, you've been digging them. So love to hear from you as always. Remember, you can check out the website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ndhjazz, and you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and Stitcher among many others so uh, share it with your friends and we'd love to hear some feedback and um, other than that let's get to some music and let's get to the wonderful sounds of the great trumpeter Kenny Dorham
four very wonderful, beautiful songs by the great Kenny Dorham on trumpet. We heard there at the last one a tune called Jazz Classic, and indeed it was, um, featuring Kenny Dorham on the on the trumpet, Ernie Henry on the alto saxophone, Wilbur Ware on the bass, and G.T. Hogan on the drums. Uh, from 1957, and it's an album on Riverside called Two Horns, Two Rhythm, the Kenny Dorham Quartet featuring Ernie Henry. And what's notable about this is that for 1957, this um, this really shows Kenny Dorham in a chordless quartet capacity. Now, uh, that may not seem earth-shattering now in 2020, but in 1957, that was a really, it was, um, it was a new thing to go harmonically rogue, so to speak. Um, this is, you know, uh, very different at that point in time in jazz music. You had a few groups who were doing this sort of thing, uh, and a few artists who were trying to attempt this kind of, like, um open harmony sort of thing, you know what I mean? Or just using the bass as a guideline or the, the counterpoint between two horns. Uh, you found it in Jerry Mulligan and Chet Baker's music from their quartet in the 50s uh, as well. And most notably, um, you find it in the Ornette Coleman quartet with Ornette Coleman, Don Cherry on the two horns with Billy Higgins and Charlie Hayden behind them. Uh, on bass and drums. Now, you also have some configurations like uh, what Sonny Rollins was doing, Live at the Village Vanguard, those albums, Volume 1 and Volume 2. It was just saxophone, bass, and drums. Um, and those are very harmonically adventurous you know, recordings, and uh, I definitely urge you to check those out as well. But, you know, nobody thinks of Kenny Dorham when they think of that capacity. And the truth is, is that he had an entire album of it. Um, yeah, and it was all the way back in 1957. So that's what's really cool about this album. Uh, there's a, a couple of um, standards on here. The End of a Love Affair, Soon, um, Sposen. But there's also, you know, great tracks like what we, we heard there at the end in Jazz Classic and uh, some other tunes as well so highly 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 encourage you to check that whole album out uh, before that we got to hear the Kenny Dorham Septet on Riverside from an album called Blue Spring and that's the name of the track that we heard as well the title track Blue Spring uh, which is just a blues but it features Kenny Dorham on the trumpet Cecil Payne on the Barry Sax, David Amram on the French horn Great Cedar Walton on piano, Mr. PC himself, Mr. Paul Chambers on the bass, Jimmy Cobb on the drums, and of course, the unmistakable sound of that alto saxophone of Julian Cannonball Adderley. So, Kenny Dorm here, um, you know, in, in 1959. This, this is the Blue Spring album, and, oh, man, six tracks, but they are like TNT Dynamite, man. I mean, they're just 
and everything has got spring in it. So you've got these tracks, Blue Spring, Might As Well Be Spring, Poetic Spring, Spring Is Here, Spring Canon, and Passion Spring. Um, but yeah, early 1959, February 18th, 1959, and January 20th, 1959. And four stars from Downbeat. Um, it's on Riverside as well. And the little back portion to this CD kind of says it all. They says... Uh, right here, Kenny Dorham fell considerably short of the degree of recognition that, in the opinion of many experts, he richly deserved. But this pioneer of modern jazz trumpet was never underrated by his peers. His late 1950s Riverside albums invariably included several, several of the many first-class players who made up the New York scene of that era, all clearly enjoying their association with K.D., as he, you know, was called. Now, this is way before Kevin Durant, just so you know, okay? Before Kevin Durant, there was Kenny Dorham. So that's the original KD, the OG KD, if you will. Um, and in this instance, the featured enjoyer is Cannonball Adderley, and the unique ensemble blend of saxophones and brass includes a young French horn player who went on to become a notably contemporary composer, David Amram. So, yeah, I mean, you can't say enough. I mean, that, that alone, you know, just reading the back of that made me say, you know what, we should do an entire episode on Kenny Dorham because this guy is absolutely one of the motherfucking greatest in jazz, and it just breaks my heart when a player doesn't get his due. You know what I mean? So before that track, we heard uh, a beautiful track called LaRue, and this is from 1957 as well on Kenny Dorham's album Jazz Contrasts and this is on Riverside from 1957 um, great great tunes but I really love the harp in LaRue and that is one of the most notable things is Betty Glamon on the harp on three of the six tracks so half the tracks have this beautiful harp in them uh, but besides that the lineup is just absolutely killer Max Roach on the drums, Oscar Pettiford on the bass, Hank Jones on the piano, Sonny Rollins is on this album. He wasn't on that particular track, but oh my God, just it's Sonny, you know, and Kenny Dorham on the trumpet. So this whole album is definitely worth checking out. I can't stress that enough. Um, but like I said, I, I just love the sound of Betty Glamon's harp on that track, LaRue. And then we open up the set with one of the tunes that um, is considered a standard in the jazz world, and that's a tune called Lotus Blossom. Um, and it's also known in by a different title on certain other albums, and that's called Asiatic Rays, R-A-E-S. And um, I believe it's called Asiatic Rays on Sonny Rollins' album, Nukes Time, on Blue Note and a couple of other albums. But Lotus Blossom is one of those tunes that I've heard covered by Freddie Hubbard. I've heard it covered by uh, Roy Hargrove and Antonio Hart. You know, it's just, yeah, Lotus Blossom. You know, not to be confused with the Billy Strayhorn ballad that is gorgeous called Lotus Blossom. This is a completely different thing. And this comes off of one of my absolute favorite Kenny Dorham albums, on Riverside, I'm sorry, Prestige, it's called Quiet Kenny, and um, yeah, my God, what a awesome album, this is one of the first 
Kenny Dorham albums I've really ever checked out, and it's still one of my favorites. Uh, from 19, late 1959, November 13th, 1959. Um, it's got Blue Friday, Alone Together, Old Folks, Mac the Knife, I've Had the Craziest Dream. Yeah, tons of great songs, but we heard Lotus Blossom, which is one of my favorite Kenny Dorham compositions. And Kenny is joined by Tommy Flanagan on the piano, Mr. PC again, Paul Chambers on the bass, and the great Art Taylor on drums. That name keeps coming up in my world art taylor man art taylor is it and in fact there's a, a portion that really features the the sound of the drums and it just kind of cuts through like a laser and it's just fantastic so uh hopefully you dug those four tunes and um you're digging this podcast which is the spotlight on trumpet great kenny Dorham. um a little word about kenny kenny uh, is like I said in the opening of the podcast was born McKinley Howard Kenny Dorham uh, and he was um, an American jazz trumpet player singer and composer uh, Kenny Dorham's talent frequently lauded by critics and other musicians but he never received the kind of attention or public recognition from the jazz establishment that many of his peers did for this reason writer Gary Giddens who is a personal hero of mine uh, said that Kenny Dorham's name has become virtual, virtually synonymous with the with the term underrated. Now, <clears throat> Kenny Dorham was one of the most active bebop trumpet players. Uh, he played in the big bands of Lionel Hampton, Billy Eckstein, Dizzy Gillespie, Mercer Ellington, and the quintet of Charlie Parker. He joined Charlie Parker's band in December of 1948. He was also a charter member of the original Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. He also recorded as a sideman with Thelonious Monk and Sonny Rollins, and he replaced Clifford Brown in the Max Roach Quintet after Clifford Brown's tragic death in 1956. In addition to his sideman work, Kenny Dorham led his own groups, including the Jazz Prophets, which was formed shortly after our Blakey took over the Jazz Messenger's name. The Jazz Prophets featured a very young pianist by the name of Bobby Timmons, bassist Sam Jones, tenor saxophonist J.R. Montrose, and guest guitarist Kenny Burrell on guitar. And they recorded an album called Roundabout Midnight at the Cafe Bohemia in 1956 for the Blue Note label. And I'm going to kind of stop there, um, and I'm going to get to some more music. So, yeah, we are going to... <laughs> some great stuff coming at you. I'm just looking at the, the lineup here. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. <laughs> By the window, the autumn leaves of red and gold. I see your lips, the 
summer kisses The sunburned hands I used to hold Since you went away
All right. So we started off that set with Kenny Dorham from his This Is The Moment album on Riverside. And the subtitle of this album is Kenny Dorham Sings and Plays. So this is kind of like that whole Chet Baker thing, the trumpet player that sings and plays. And um, we heard two standards in a row, which is awesome. Um, But we heard... Kenny sing Autumn Leaves, which, you know, <laughs> Kenny Dorham was on trumpet and vocals, which is an odd thing, but I figured it's such a novelty. I've got to include it uh, on this podcast that is saluting and spotlighting the great Kenny Dorham. Uh, Curtis Fuller on the trombone, the great Cedar Walton on piano, Sam Jones on the bass, and Charlie Persip on the drums. <clears throat> from 1958 uh, July and August of 1958 and the back kind of liner notes on this CD which is a cutout which is really sad because I've got like this little notch you know this little uh, tooth groove in the bottom of my CD case but um, which means I probably found it in a bin somewhere (laughs) for like three or five dollars but I'm like Kenny Dorham you know which hopefully after listening to this podcast if you see any Kenny Dorham in the bargain bins and you'll grab some too. But the back of it says that uh, trumpet giant Kenny Dorham had always been a singer and was even featured in such as such in an early Dizzy Gillespie band. This, this session gave Dorham the chance to display his vocal skills featuring the same deep feeling and wistful attitude as his celebrated horn work, which is also heard throughout. As usual, KD picks great tunes, arranges the small group expertly with Curtis Fuller's muted trombone in the primary supporting role, and acts as talent scout supreme by providing the recorded debut of pianist Cedar Walton, who returned the favor by including Dorham on his own first session as a leader. So, you can hear Cedar Walton's right there on Autumn Leaves recording debut. Now, after that, we actually heard um, a live session with Kenny Dorham featuring Joe Henderson from the Flamboyant in Queens, New York. (laughs) We shall call it Queens! (laughs) Um, 1963, uh, on the Uptown label. It's part of the Flashback series. I love the Uptown label. They've done great work. Um, They're also the ones who... Like found many of the Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie things. Highly, highly, highly suggest anything but the Uptown lab- record label. Um, but yeah, we got to hear Summertime, which is another fantastic standard. And uh, not one that I have, um, you know, on any other album. So it, the fact that it is, it, it was just a live session. Everybody's like, you know Summertime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, d- you do too? Okay, good. Let's go one, two. You know, and then they just hit, which is great. Uh, and uh, it was a great segue into that, that horn frontline duo of Kenny and Joe Henderson um, before what we heard last in that set, which was the title track to Kenny Dorham's um, 1963 Blue Note album, Una Mas, One More Time. And this album features, of course, Kenny Dorham on trumpet, and again, that fantastic horn line, consisting of Kenny on trumpet and Joe Henderson 
on the tenor saxophone with Butch Warren on the bass and then two youngsters at the time in 1963, the great Tony Williams on drums and the inimitable Herbie Hancock on piano. And uh, even though it was a long track, we got to hear it and it's an original composition by Kenny Dorham, Una Mas, one more time, which is just so groovy. So, once again, thank you for listening. We are featuring a spotlight on trumpet great Kenny Dorham. And, because um, <clears throat> he is an unsung hero. He really is underrated. Um, and an interesting thing to note here is, in 1963, for that Kenny Dorham album, Una Mas, uh, he added the 26-year-old tenor saxophonist Joe Henderson, which we talked about to the group, and... Um, Tony Williams was really young at that time as well. So if Joe Henderson was 26, I mean, Tony Williams was what, you know, 10 years old? <laughs> uh, but the friendship between the, mu- the two musicians, Kenny Dorham and Joe Henderson, led to a number of other albums, such as Joe Henderson's Page One, Our Thing, and In and Out, all three albums by Joe Henderson. And Kenny Dorham recorded frequently throughout the 1960s for Blue Note and Prestige Records as a leader and a sideman for... Joe Henderson, Jackie McLean, Cedar Walton, which we talked about, Andrew Hill, Milt Jackson, and others. So, um, Dorham's later quartet consisted of some well-known jazz musicians, Tommy Flanagan on the piano, Paul Chambers, Mr. P.C. on the bass, Art Taylor on drums. Their recording debut was Quiet Kenny, which we heard in the first set, and an earlier quartet featuring... Kenny Dorham is co-leader with saxophone player Ernie Henry, which we heard in that tune jazz classic that was chordless, remember? Um, They produced the album Two Horns, Two Rhythm, which we talked about in the first set as well. Um, It wasn't re-released on CD until 1990. So, there you have it. Um, On June 25th, 2019, the New York Times Magazine listed Kenny Dorham among hundreds of artists who recorded for record labels whose master recordings were destroyed in the 2008 Universal Fire. So, that's another reason why we have to keep perpetuating the music of Kenny Dorham is so that this music is never lost because of that fire and things like that. So, Yeah, it's even more important. So, uh, again, make sure you tell your friends about the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you for listening so far. Uh, we got some more great music coming at you. Remember, you can find the podcast wherever you find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, etc. And don't worry about scratching down titles and albums and all this other stuff. We've got all that information for you on our website that correlates with every episode of the the podcast just go to dr jazz podcast d-r-j-a-z-z podcast dot wordpress dot com and then you can also find us on twitter at n-d-h jazz so that you know every time a new episode drops all right now with that being said and all the psa's out of the way let's get to some more great jazz by kenny door
killer, killer music. <clears throat> Good stuff. <clears throat> so that last track was from 1955. It was an original composition by Kenny Dorham entitled Aphrodisia from his Blue Note album Afro-Cuban. Now, this is at the same time where you really got to put it with him and Diz, Dizzy Gillespie, of, of bringing that Afro-Cuban sensibility as a real fusion into jazz improvisation at that time. You know, Diz gets all the credit, but Kenny Dorham, obviously, you know, helping Dizzy lead that charge and, once again, does not get any credit for it. And killer lineup, Kenny Dorham on the trumpet, J.J. Johnson, trombone master, uh, bebop trombone master, uh, on the trombone, Hank Mobley on the tenor saxophone, Cecil Payne on the Barry sax, Horace Silver on piano, Oscar Pettiford on the bass, and Carlos Potato Valdez on the congas, and the unmistakable drums of Art Blakey. So, I mean, killer, killer album. And I mean, this is one of my favorite Blue Note albums, period. Um, Afro-Cuban by Kenny Dorham, 1955. Early 1955 at that. So, man, good stuff. Before that, we heard uh, Mamacita, which is a Joe Henderson composition from Kenny Dorham's 1964 Blue Note album Trompeta Toccata, which features Kenny Dorham on the trumpet. And again, that same lineup, you know, back-to-back with Joe Henderson on the tenor saxophone, Tommy Flanagan on the piano, the great Richard Davis on bass, and Albert Heath on the drums. One of the Heath brothers. You can't go wrong with that. Mm-mm-mm. Then, before that, we heard Buffalo, which is such a, just a stanky, funky, groovy tune, you know? I just love tunes like that. They just make me feel good, and damn it, I hope they make you feel good, too. Um, This is from Kenny Dorham's 1961 Blue Note album, Whistle Stop. Uh, Not a lot of people know about this album, um, but, you know, I love it. I do. And um, I got this album uh, strictly for the fact that it had the track Windmill. And then I found a bunch of songs that I liked after that. <clears throat> so um, this features Kenny Dorham, of course, on the trumpet. Hank Mobley this time on the tenor saxophone. The great Kenny Drew on the piano. Mr. PC again. He, this is one of Kenny's first calls on bass. Paul Chambers. And then the great... Philly Joe Jones on the drums. Mm. And if you'll recall, Philly Joe and Paul Chambers both worked with Miles, and they were real hot commodities at that time. So the fact that Kenny was working with them, that kind of tells you right there, like underrated, unsung? Yeah, I think so, you know. Uh, And then we opened up the set with a tune called Monaco. And this comes from the 1956 album the complete roundabout midnight at the cafe bohemia with kenny dorham kenny dorham on trumpet jr montrose on tenor sax kenny burrell on guitar bobby timmons on piano sam jones on the bass and arthur edgehill on the drums now if that doesn't sound familiar 
I just mentioned that, that that group was informally known as the Jazz Prophets. Right after Kenny Dorham left Art Blakey's group, and he wanted to take the, uh, the mantle from him and call his group the Jazz Messengers. And Art Blakey said, uh-uh, that one's mine. <laughs> so Kenny created the Jazz Prophets. And what a lineup with Bobby Timmons and Kenny Burrell, man. J.R. Montrose, Sam Jones. Uh, yeah. just And it's a two-CD set on, on Blue Note. And I love it. I love it, love, love it. You get both of the sets, and that rarely happens. So, Great, 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 great music. So, uh, yeah. So that's that set. And that kind of closes out Kenny Dorham as a leader. The next uh, 10 tracks that we're going to be playing for you is um, Kenny Dorham as a sideman. And just, I mean, just alone, you could already name Buku's of Jazz Giants, you know, from um, uh, Sonny Rollins to Cannonball Adderley, uh, Ernie Henry, I mean, Paul Chambers, Philly Joe Jones, Joe Henderson... Herbie Hancock, Tony Williams, Hank Mobley. I mean, oh my God, J.J. Johnson, Horace Silver. but And some of those names will reoccur. But even if we just stop the podcast right now, that is so many names that Kenny Dorham should be a household name for any jazz fan. And there's, I'm not saying that he's not... I'm not saying that we've unearthed this, this artist... But he should be mentioned in the same respect and in the same fluency and frequency as you, as jazz listeners talk about Charlie Parker or Max Roach or Sonny Rollins or John Coltrane or Thelonious Monk or Art Blakey or Horace Silver or Herbie Hancock. Because this guy played with almost all of those cats. <laughs> you know? So that's something to, to note. Anyway, thank you for listening uh, more great music coming at you. You are listening to the Kenny Dorham Spotlight on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
Thank you very much, we love
So <clears throat> that was Blues in a Jiff, which is a bonus track from the 1962 um, rec record date with Jackie McLean. And it can be found on the Blue Note Connoisseur CD series. And it's the Jackie McLean album Vertigo. And I'm a huge fan of Jackie McLean because I'm an alto sax player myself. So uh, I love Jackie Mac. He, uh, from from the first time I heard his tone, I'm like, man, that guy's got something different going on. He's, he just sounds different. And then um, I went down that rabbit hole a little bit and I saw the, uh, the film Jackie McLean on Mars. And if you've never seen it, YouTube it. Jackie McLean on Mars. It's about 30 minutes and <laughs> I just he's just I love Jackie because he's just so intense, man. You know, you see him leading these uh teaching these classes at the University of Hartford uh back in the 70s and he's just like, you know, just in the face of a lot of these students like you can't be like that, man. You can't be like that. You know what I mean? You can't just be like, "Oh, this is happening. Hollywood's talking about." It. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's just worth it just to get a little bit of insight into the uh, the fiery personality of Jackie McLean. And yet, at the same time, he's so cool, man. So, um, yeah, I'm a big Jackie Mac fan. But on this album, Vertigo, <clears throat> for Blue Note, we heard Kenny Dorham on the trumpet as a sideman, Jackie McLean on the alto saxophone, Butch Warren on bass, the great Billy Higgins on drums and the pianist Sonny Clark who wrote the tune that we heard there last uh, blues in a jiff j-i-f-f -F. speaking of pianists you know we uh, hinted at this earlier but uh, we heard the tune before that was turquoise twice and it was from the great Cedar Walton on his uh, debut as a leader under his own name, July 10th, 1967. We heard Cedar Walton on the piano, Kenny Dorham on the trumpet, Junior Cook on the tenor saxophone, Leroy Venegar on the bass, who, that, you want to talk about an underrated, unsung player, man. Leroy Venegar, that guy can walk with the best of them. And again, the great Billy Higgins on drums. And that comes from the, like I said, the 1967 album Cedar. Uh, for what it's worth, you can also find that exact same track on Cedar Walton's um, original jazz classics collections, and it's on the Prestige Collection. Cedar Walton plays Cedar Walton, so um, it can be found on both of those. But I always like to give the original album when possible. So that's Cedar with an exclamation point. Uh, and then we open up the set with um, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers at the Cafe Bohemia, Volume 1, from November 23rd, 1955. We heard the original composition by Kenny Dorham, entitled Prince Albert. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. But um, it was one of these very common things that you would take a popular standard 
and use those exact same changes to create your own head, your own different melody that would be played by the band but everybody knows how to play over those changes because it's still a standard. So the only thing you really have to relearn is the head. And uh, this tune, Prince Albert, written by Kenny Dorham, was written off of the changes to the standard All the Things You Are. And <clears throat> I will tell you, as someone who's played probably in the thousands, you know, numbers of times, um, All the Things You Are, and heard even more thousand versions of that. Uh, this is one of this is really one of the best. From the solos to the the melody, uh, everything is very thoughtfully done with a lot of nice choice color tones uh, in the solos and in the melody. So, and who we heard from R. Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, Kenny Dorham on trumpet, the great Hank Mobley on the tenor saxophone, Horace Silver on the piano, Doug Watkins on the bass, and the great Art Blakey on drums, and you can even hear Art at the very end of that track going, oh, thank you very much. We love you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's a lot of things that you can be debated, you know, about Art Blakey, but one thing that cannot be debated is his MC skills. You just knew Art was just full of love, you know what I mean, for, for every jazz fan out in the audience, whether that was Birdland or the Cafe Bohemia. So, man, good stuff and good times. All right, so we've got uh, two more sets coming at you. We want to remind you that you are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, etc. The Dr. Jazz Podcast is there. So be cool and spread the word to your friends about the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And um, you can also... Go to our website to find all the info out with accurate album art, track information, and who the, the leaders are for those albums so that you can order these or you can go to your record shop, you know, uh, while wearing a mask and being socially distant, all those things that we're supposed to be doing, you know, um, and you can support these artists as well if you want to buy it. Uh, in mp3 format on apple music or through amazon or whatever you want to do that information is there you just type in the album and that you see and the artist and you can get right to it and support these artists okay and if you want to follow us on twitter to know whenever each new podcast episode drops you can do that too you can find us at n d h jazz and we would love to hear feedback as always uh gotten a few emails and i appreciate it you know much love to all y'all and uh yeah hopefully you're digging some of these uh episodes that I'm, I'm putting out there so uh yeah even if you hate it i'm a big boy i can take it you know <laughs> I, I'm, I'm what they call a grown-ass man so you know I, I won't lose sleep but uh i will take suggestions i always love that you know and if you do like something, I always love to hear that too. So, all right, enough me talking. Let's get to some more great music. You're listening to the Dutch Jazz Podcast.
Yes, uh, that was solid. And that was from the great Sonny Rollins from his prestige album Moving Out from 1954. August 18, 1954, featuring Sonny Rollins on the tennis saxophone, Kenny Dorm on the trumpet, the great Elmo Hope on piano. I'm sorry, not Elmo Hope, Thelonious Monk on piano, Percy Heath on the bass, and Art Blakey on the drums. Killer, killer, killer music. And then we heard a gorgeous piece of music uh, called Dedication. And that comes from the 1964 album Point of Departure by Andrew Hill. We heard Dedication. And um, this is a who's who, man. It really is. Of course, Andrew Hill is on the piano. Uh, Richard Davis is on the bass. Tony Williams on the drums. Uh, and Eric Dolphy uh, on alto sax, flute, and bass clarinet throughout the album. But we really heard him on bass clarinet uh, there on dedication. And then that same horn front line there and a complete different flavor Joe Henderson on the tenor sax and Kenny Dorham on the trumpet so yeah <clears throat> just a gorgeous piece of music dedication that is one of my favorite blue note albums point of departure by Andrew Hill and you it doesn't like hit you over the head right at first you know what I'm saying like you really it's one of those acquired tastes you know it's kind of like that um that old saying that Mel Torme used to say that Billie Holiday was kind of like spinach. You know what I mean? You might not like it at first, but it's good for you. And uh, Andrew Hill is truly one of those kind of artists. It's good for you to listen to different things um, and different flavors. It doesn't have to all be 12-bar blues. It doesn't all have to be um, Hell for Leather, Breakneck Speed on Bebop. It doesn't have to be all avant-garde. He's just in his own kind of orbit, and that's okay. And um, it's good for you. It's good for you to listen to stuff like Andrew Hill. That's my two cents for whatever that's worth, you know. Um, but that one, by far, Point of Departure, is a killer album that you should, everybody should at least listen to, you know, a few times if you are a jazz listener. Before that, we heard Duke Ellington's classic, It Don't Mean a Thing If It Ain't Got That Swing, and man, was it fast. <laughs> uh, and that was from the great Max Roach from his album, Max Roach Plus Four. It seems like everybody was making Plus Four albums, Sonny Rollins, Max Roach, etc. But uh, this featured, of course, Max Roach on the drums, Kenny Dorham on the trumpet, Sonny Rollins on the tenor saxophone, the great Ray Bryant on piano, Billy Wallace on piano as well throughout the album, and George Morrow on the bass. It was recorded uh, in September of 1956 and March of 1957. Uh, as I alluded to earlier, Kenny Dorham, who is an underrated and unsung hero of jazz, was the call that Max Roach called in to replace the quote-unquote irreplaceable Clifford Brown, after his tragic, you know, um, death, and an, I, I think I said 1956, and um, yeah, I mean, 
if Kenny Dorham is good enough to replace Clifford Brown, I think that really tells you everything you need to know right there. And uh, I love where that just kind of fell, and I intentionally did that to to play somebody as inside and bebop-centric with all that vocabulary uh, as like the replacement for Clifford Brown and Max Roach's group to turn around and the next thing you hear was Andrew Hill's dedication um, alongside Tony Williams, Andrew Hill, and Eric Dolphy. I mean, yeah, man. That's what it's all about. Diversity, you know, and versatility in, in, in your sound and your approaches. And then, of course, we started off the set with the uber groovy The Preacher from Horace Silver's 1954-55. I'm sorry, th that track was 1955. February of 1955 uh, album, Horace Silver and the Jazz Messengers. Blue cover on Blue Note Records. Every track is a winner. Kenny Dorham on trumpet, the great Hank Mobley on tenor saxophone, Horace Silver on piano, Doug Watkins on the bass, and Art Blakey on the drums. And if that sounds familiar, it should, because that is the exact same lineup as what we heard from the Prince Albert track live at the Cafe Bohemia with Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. This one is Horace Silver and the Jazz Messengers with all Horace Silver compositions. So, yeah, this is the same album that's got Room 608, uh, To Whom It May Concern, Hippie, Hankering, Doodling, and, of course, The Preacher that we heard to open up that set. So, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we got one more set coming at you. Three ultimate great tracks. You know, I always like to end strong. So, uh, thank you for listening. I've already given all the PSAs. You know what I mean? Check out the website. Check out Twitter. Uh, thank you for listening. Let's get to this last great set of music.
All right. So we started off that set with the Thelonious Monk composition, Let's Cool One. And that comes from the May 30th, 1952 recording, The Genius of Modern Music, Volume 2, by Thelonious Monk on Blue Note Records. We heard... Kenny Dorham on the trumpet, Lou Donaldson on the alto saxophone, Lucky Thompson on the tenor saxophone, Thelonious Monk, of course, on the piano, Nelson Boyd on the bass, and the great Max Roach on the drums. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, man, just some great stuff whenever you hear Max Roach and Kenny Dorham together. Um, After that, we heard a great tune called Segment. Uh, which is, you know, only been covered very few times, but it comes from the Verve album Swedish, Swedish Schnapps by the great Charlie Parker. That's right, Bird himself. And it featured Bird on alto saxophone, Kenny Dorham on the trumpet, the great Al Haig on piano, Tommy Potter on the bass, and you guessed it, Max Roach on the drums. Killer, killer killer stuff and then we ended that set and the whole podcast with probably Kenny Dorham's greatest and most well-known composition Blue Bossa in some of the places that I've played it's simply known as the anthem it's like what do you want to play oh I don't know let's just play the anthem and then you play Blue Bossa because that's like one of the first tunes that you learn as a jazz improviser and it's that it's just that integral to the canon of jazz improv, and it's, I don't know, it, that tune is known everywhere, but sadly, everybody thinks that Joe Henderson wrote it because that's where it appears, is on the Joe Henderson album, page one. And, um, but it's Kenny Dorham who wrote it. So all, you know, credit needs to go to KD on that one. But once again, it's that sensational front line of Kenny Dorham on trumpet, Joe Henderson on the tenor saxophone. Uh, but Pete LaRocca is on drums, Butch Warren is on bass, and the great McCoy Tyner is on piano. So, once again, um, it, it's worth noting that Kenny has played with Max Roach, and he's played with Sonny Rollins, and Cannonball Adderley, and Ernie Henry, and <laughs> Joe Henderson multiple times, Tony Williams, Herbie Hancock. Uh, Kenny Burrell, Bobby Timmons, Billy Joe Jones, Paul Chambers, Kenny Drew, Hank Mobley, Albert Heath, Tommy Flanagan, uh, Art Blakey, Potato Valdez, I mean, Horace Silver, Cedar Walton, Leroy Venager, Billy Higgins, Jackie McLean, Sonny Clark, ah, Matt. As I said, Max Roach, Andrew Hill, Eric Dolphy, Richard Davis, Thelonious Monk, Sonny Rollins, Lou Donaldson, Charlie Parker, and McCoy Tyner. I mean, and that's just some of them. I mean, this guy's literally played with everybody. And hopefully you got some insight into that and, I don't know, heard some familiar tunes and heard some great tunes that maybe you didn't hear before, you know, and hopefully Kenny Dorham will start to become a household name for you 
now that you know you've been hip to some some Kenny Dorham, you know. So long live Kenny Dorham. There you go. That's KD lives. The OG KD. So uh, once again, thank you so much for listening. Um, as we always end, we say we do love you madly because we do love you madly. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.